0: This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Monday, March 1st. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly Here's today's headlines. Vilsack speaks to NFU today. Meat Institute asks SCOTUS for Prop 12 review. And UK commits to E10 ethanol blend. Vilsack makes case to NFU. Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack meets virtually today with the National Farmers Union as he makes his first appearance before a farm group since taking office last week. NFU, which broke from other ag groups to support the Obama-era cap-and-trade plan and has continued to push Congress to act on climate change, will be a ready ally in Vilsack's effort to enlist farmers in reducing greenhouse gas emissions. NFU also has endorsed the assistance to minority farmers contained in the $1.9 trillion stimulus package that passed the House early Saturday morning. NFU also will be hearing today from leaders of the House and Senate Ag Committees. On Friday, Vilsack will talk online to participants in the Commodity Classic, the annual combined convention of groups representing corn, soy, wheat, sorghum, as well as the Association of Equipment Manufacturers. For more, you can read our Washington Week Ahead. Mead Institute seeks review of California's animal confinement law. The North American Mead Institute is asking the Supreme Court to review a Ninth Circuit decision that let California's Proposition 12 stay in place. The state's law bans the sale of pork, veal, and eggs from animals raised below minimum square feet requirements, which LAMI says would disadvantage out-of-state producers. Prop 12, quote, unfairly punishes livestock producers outside of California by forcing them to spend millions just to access California markets, Maine Institute President and CEO Julie Ann Potts said. If this unconstitutional law is allowed to stand, California will dictate farming practices across the nation. You can see the Supreme Court petition at agripulse.com. Agripulse Daybreak will continue after this. Funded entirely by dairy farmers, DMI has distinguished itself as a strategic consultant and valuable resource to businesses and organizations in the food and beverage sector that seek to increase sales and raise their image through the innovative use of dairy and dairy ingredients. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. UK commits to E10 ethanol blend. The U.K. is committing to increase its ethanol blend standard to 10% nationwide by September, prompting praise from U.S. groups representing corn and ethanol producers. Gasoline, or petrol as the British commonly call it, now contains no more than a 5% ethanol blend in the U.K., The U.S. exported 27 million gallons of corn-based ethanol to the U.K. in 2020, according to data from the U.S. Grains Council. The Grains Council, Growth Energy and the Renewable Fuels Association said in a joint statement that the British move to E10, quote, comes amid a global push to decarbonize the transportation sector and reduce greenhouse gas emissions. This is a welcome announcement that will benefit the health of U.K. residents, create more jobs, and accelerate the country's goal of zero-emission future. Earmarks are back. House Democrats are bringing back spending earmarks for the first time in a decade. However, there will be some new transparency requirements, including a requirement that all requests for funding local projects be posted online, that according to rules posted by House Appropriations Committee. House members will be allowed to request designated funding for up to 10 projects a year, and there will be a cap on the annual amount of earmarked spending. Advocates say that earmarks also will be critical to getting bipartisan support for infrastructure legislation. U.S. ag exports to Ecuador and Dominican Republic reached record highs in 2020. The impact of the COVID-19 pandemic was severe on much of the U.S. ag sector and transportation. But U.S. ag exports to Ecuador and the Dominican Republic still reached record highs in 2020. That according to reports released by the USDA's Foreign Agriculture Service. The U.S. shipped $527 million worth of farm commodities, mostly wheat, soybean meal, and distiller's grains, to Ecuador last year, a 9% increase from 2019, according to FAS. Ecuador also imports U.S. cotton, but that trade dropped sharply. The U.S. exported a record $94.8 million worth of wheat to Ecuador in 2020. U.S. shipped $1.3 billion worth of corn, pulses, rice, and other ag goods to the Dominican Republic last year. A new record level and a 6% increase from 2019, according to a separate FAS report. Trump administration stripped agency websites of critical info report finds. The Trump administration made it difficult to find information about key environmental regulations while it was replacing them. A new report from the Environmental Data and Governance Initiative is found. Among the examples, the Environmental Protection Agency took down background on the Obama administration's 2015 Waters of the U.S. rule throughout the process of repealing and replacing the rule. There was no information on the website that pointed to a scientific reasoning for the review or its revised repeal, the report said. Resources should be archived and easily accessed, the report said, noting that EPA hosts a large online archive, but many other agencies do not, and EPA's archive is not easily discovered or searched. ARS project to engage high school students in science. USDA's Agricultural Research Service has launched a program to help urban high school students explore careers in agriculture science and STEM, that science, technology, engineering and mathematics fields. The Three Sisters project will engage its scientists and national program staff in fostering opportunities for urban high school students across the country to explore careers in agriculture science and STEM fields overall. ARS said it will begin a pilot phase of the project with the Chicago High School for Agriculture Science, whose students will work with scientists from laboratories in the agency's Midwest area and the Office of National Program Leaders headquartered in Beltsville, Maryland. Here's today's He Said It. Nobody has earned the right to be able to have this discrimination removed as much as black farmers. We were the pioneer farmers, and not only that, we did it for free under the whip of the slave master. That house ag chairman David Scott to the Rules Committee on Friday discussing the minority debt relief provision in the COVID relief bill. Well, that's Daybreak for this Monday, March 1st. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit Agripulse.com. For Agripulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.